An invasive hornet is waking up for spring, and the bee-eating predator could possibly be buzzing around B.C. soon. It's the Asian giant hornet, or murder hornet, as it has since been dubbed. I'm joined now by beekeeper and entomologist in Nanaimo, and he's also the senior environmental protection officer with the Ministry of Environment, Conrad Verube, to talk a little bit more about this invasive species. Conrad, thank you so much for taking the time. No problem. So let me just start by asking, okay, so the murder hornet, right, sounds terrifying, and I have read you personally on record calling it the honeybee murder hornet as potentially being a more appropriate name. Um, but just what is the threat right now of these bee killers in British Columbia? Is it pretty severe? Uh, well, it, it could be. Um, <clears throat> it is a significant uh, mortality factor to uh, honeybee colonies uh, in its in the native range of the uh, Vespa mandarinia, the Asian giant hornet, uh, as is more appropriately uh, known. <laughs> and uh, the um, uh, beekeepers there have not found any any foolproof solutions and, and lose a significant portion of their of their bees. Uh, to the to the giant to the giant hornets, um, it's uh, not uh, a, a huge public health risk. Uh, you know, as many as many people are likely going to have fatal encounters with honeybees as with uh, Asian giant hornets. So it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty you know up there or down there with lightning. <laughs> so. Well, that's uh, that's calming. I mean, just given the the name that it's been given, right? It sounds probably a lot scarier than it really is. Although I see the pictures, and they're they're pretty scary looking insects as well. Um, but okay, so I saw that uh, you know these were found sort of in the Nanaimo area, right? And you were a part of uh, finding this first nest, or, or part of exploring that first nest, uh, you know, late late fall, or sorry, late late summer, early fall, uh, just this past year. Um, so, I mean, is is that sort of just the first instinct when you see them that they're here and now you kind of got to get a feel of just how widespread they are? I mean, do you, do you have any way of finding out just how far this thing has traveled, uh, you know, over the course of, I mean, I guess it hasn't been here for very long. So do, do you know just how, how widespread these are in British Columbia right now? Well, that's 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 definitely where the where the thrust of current monitoring efforts are are, are trying to determine. Um, the uh, provincial apiculturalist Paul Van Westendorp uh, is uh, cooperating with his counterparts with the Washington State Department of Agriculture and with uh, the provincial bee clubs across the province to uh, to monitor for the for the hornet. Uh, primarily uh, in the Nanaimo area, uh, where the local bee club has distributed bottle traps to uh, and uh, some sticky traps to all of its uh, members, and uh, Paul's efforts are concentrated primarily uh, uh, along Mile Zero um, between Surrey and uh, White Rock, where. Uh, a specimen was uh, discovered in November uh, in the same way that specimens were uh, discovered in the Blaine area of Washington State, uh, where a evidence of a, of a, of a, of a, kill, of a hive killed uh, by, in a manner that is consistent with an attack, mm -hmm. with a mass attack by the hornets was, was discovered where uh, basically piles of bee corpses uh, were found in in front of in front of a uh, a dead dead hive 
which would be consistent with a with a hornet hornet mass attack. So, I mean, do you do you know like how easily this could could potentially spread beyond uh, you know that Netanyahu area, the island area right now? I mean, uh, is it? A real threat to, to cross over into into the mainland, and, and could it like I'm talking to you from Kamloops, I guess. That, like, is there yeah, a possibility that's, that's, it could end big, up here? That it, it, it's a gigantic question mark. Um, you know, no no one knows if if the there, there's been no evidence so far this spring that the hornets uh, survived survived the winter. Uh, they it, the winters that they uh, generally encounter in their native range include areas which have winter which have winter temperatures uh, of, of durations uh, that are you know similar if not exceeding those in British Columbia uh, at least the, the, the southern part of British Columbia so uh, nobody knows that's why we're that's why we're doing monitoring it to uh, attempt to find uh, as I heard Paul refer to it yesterday uh, a needle in a haystack uh, mm-hmm. we, we've got uh, you know there's been a couple of couple of catches and uh, the nest here in Nanaimo and uh, we're trying to find out if they're still here now, I know you've had uh, an encounter with them yourself, so I wanted to ask a little bit about that while I have you, because, uh, you know, it sounds like a, a pretty, uh, not a great experience, if you will. Uh, you know, you I saw you got stung at least the seven times, I believe it was, when you were uh, doing this work in September. I mean, can you maybe just describe what that feels like for me? Uh, yeah, it was it was an experience, and it was one that I would definitely repeat, even if I needed to um, uh, get stung more. <laughs> uh, each each of the stings was uh, so I received four stings initially when I approached the nest and attempted to uh, vacuum the uh, some hornet specimens up in a uh, hand vacuum that I didn't realize, never having encountered this species before. Uh, was was too small for the task, uh, and uh, my frustrated efforts uh, frustrated the hornets uh, equally. <laughs> and they took out their their frustrations on by 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 stinging me um, ac- across my legs through two pair of pants that were stretched tight across my thighs as I had squatted down to uh, approach the entrance of the subterranean nest, and uh, uh, then the other. Uh, I notice, you know, the the uh, frankly the other stings uh, in the heat of in the heat of battle and uh, <laughs> extracting uh, extracting the, the the nest using carbon dioxide and just removing them by hand uh, and then preserving the specimens in alcohol. Um, I really didn't even feel the other three stings that I received um, and didn't notice them until uh, a day later when I noticed that there were a couple of welts and swellings, uh, minor swelling around my ankles. Uh, but um, yeah, so they, you know, the first four stings, I, I describe it as having uh, red hot thumbtacks driven into your flesh. Uh, so it uh, it uh, wasn't wasn't pleasant, but it was it was worth the effort to, to to get the nest out, and it's you know it, it's 
they're really quite admirable and formidable insects. They're beautiful insects. It's just too bad that they represent a a, a threat to the to the beekeeping industry. Mm-hmm. And and we know how important the beekeeping industry is just to our uh, agriculture. Uh, you know, across exactly. the board, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, did you have to do anything? Uh, you know, after you did get stung, is there any process to take care of it, or I mean, is it just sort of hopefully they they heal up quickly? Is that how it works? Uh, well, for myself, I, you know, I. I uh, a couple of decades ago, uh, I spent a summer collecting uh, yellow jacket nests commercially for the preparation of uh, purified ph- pharmaceutical serum for de- as a desensitization uh, treatment. Uh, so I had re- I removed a number of different species of yellow jackets and been stung many, many times. So I suspect that my, my immune system is still carrying the antibody uh, protection uh, for those venoms and there may be some cross protection so uh i you know my my reaction might have been less severe than somebody else's might be and everybody's body chemistry is a little bit different Mm -hmm. uh so uh the only the only treatment that i took was uh 400 milligrams of ibuprofen so that i could i took it about six hours post sting because uh, you know, my legs were a bit achy, and uh, the next day I had that uh, throbbing muscular ache in my legs, similar to that uh, that you, you get when you have the, a bad flu. Uh, so uh, going up and down the stairs was quite painful for about 24 hours. But uh, basically after that, yeah, I still have... And uh, 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 the, the the sting uh, mechanism on the on the hornet is about a quarter of an inch long, and delivers a, a, a shot of venom that was uh, large enough that um, uh, in two spots where the sting actually drew blood through my two pair of pants, uh, eventually went went necrotic, and I got a little basically uh, little little sized. Uh, tissue on each of my legs uh, basically kind of went dead <laughs> so uh, I still have a bit of a scar well that doesn't uh, that doesn't sound fun at all I'm gonna be honest but uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fun but it was you know it was you know it's uh, all in the name worth, of science it was right? worth the dues <laughs> dues paid for an interesting experience <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I, I thank, really appreciate you taking the time to come on and talk to me about this. I guess I'll get you out of here on this, Conrad. I guess just what what is your, your level of concern right now? Is, is it safe to say, and I, this is me just extrapolating from what you said so far, the threat level seems, you know, it's not non-existent, but it's not uh, it's not anywhere near or less some sort of red, red alert levels or anything like that. Yeah, I'd say we're definitely uh, in the yellow alert or green alert area if there is such a thing where yeah. we're still trying to figure out if, if they're even here at all. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. I hope it's not here because, uh, you know, I want to keep getting honey and have them uh, those bees, uh, you know, pollinating our crops and all that fun stuff. So hopefully it's not an issue, but uh, glad to see people like you are working on it. So thank you so much yeah, for doing well, thank, this. Thanks for your interest, Jeff, and I would encourage people to keep calm and keep bees. <laughs> right on. Well, thanks again, and, and have a great rest of your day. All right, you too. Take care. That was Conrad Berube, entomologist in Nanaimo and the Senior Environmental Protection Officer with the Ministry of Environment.